All right. So for those listening from the podcast, welcome to the W5 podcast. Welcome, family. I just started the recording, so we're going to get started. So today I am going to talk about the four agreements. If no one's read it, I will share the link later. But basically, I want you guys to know that this book changed everything for me. And it was one of the first books that was recommended to me when I started um, my network marketing journey, my entrepreneurship journey, and it really puts everything in life into perspective. Um, so drop a one in the chat if you've already read this book and drop a two if you haven't, just to see who's read it. Okay, here we go. My bad, guys. Okay, so it's mixed. Who's read it? Who hasn't? Oh, Dre, you have Dre's read it. Okay, so for those of you guys who have read the book, just bear with me because as we read, we just interpret differently. Um, and I'm sure you're going to gain something from this. And for those of you who haven't, I will share the link after. It's a short read, but I like it's a book that everyone needs to read. So I will get into it. So basically what he goes over is four things that you should live by. And if you live by these four agreements, then you're going to live your best life. That's moral of the story. Um, with it, give me one second. Let me just, there's a couple of people that aren't muted. One second. Okay, let's go. So um, the first agreement that he talks about is to be impeccable with your word. So what is, um, what is he saying by this? Basically, he says that your word manifests everything that comes into your life. So your words could either be, give me one second, people. Let me just mute. Okay, here we go. So agreement number one is to be impeccable with your word. And what he says about this, which I love, is that he says your words are like magic. So you can either cast white magic or black magic, depending on how you use your words. And um, he gives the example of, for example, let's say you call, let's say you wake up in the morning and you call yourself fat right and you're like oh I like I looks I look fat or someone calls you fat when you're um in like in life right someone one day calls you fat or calls you stupid and you believe it and so you act accordingly so for example I will give the example of me when I was when I was younger me and my cousin were very 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 competitive well she was very competitive I wasn't but um I didn't realize this till doing the personal development. She used to always say she was smarter than me. And so I took that as an agreement in my life. And for so long, I always had to have like 
honor roll and I had to be on the dean's list and I always graduated with honors and all this stuff because I accepted that agreement for myself. So I share this with you guys because there's things that you may not notice that you accepted as your own. So basically one day you decided to tell yourself maybe that you weren't pretty or whatever it is um, or that you were stupid and you agreed on that and without you even knowing and it may be right now you still believe that and so when you are for example you're on your entrepreneurship journey you accept that as your own so you accept that you aren't you know smart enough to learn forex for example if you're in the financial world um and therefore you block yourself from your ability to learn these skills because you tell yourself i'm not smart or um you know, I'm not good enough or whatever it is. Yes, the book is called The Four Agreements. So I have an exercise for you guys that really gave me an awareness of what it was that was within me that was blocking me. And I want you guys to finish this sentence. Never blank enough. Let's all do it as a group right now. And think about the first thing that comes up and write it in the chat. And I'll write mine. So the assignment is never blank enough. What's the first thing you think of when you say that? So, okay, so Laura shared never good enough. For me is never smart enough. Oh shoot, I sent that too. <laughs> Anyone else wanna share? All right, cool, we'll, we'll stick to never good enough. All right, so basically what happens is, is that once you, and you know, if you aren't comfortable with sharing, it's called never on time. Okay, so you start to use this. So I'll use um, Ariana's example for, for a second. Never finish what I start. Okay, so basically you'll go like, I'll use Ariana for example. So like you say never on time. So you'll start something, right? Let's say you decide to get into some sort of business and things start to not go like as you thought. And you're like, oh, it's because I didn't start my business like at the right time. I'm, I'm late to, you know, I'm late to getting this launch and this is why it's not turning out for me as it should. So these are agreements that we never productive enough. So these are agreements that without us knowing in our subconscious mind, we've accepted as our own and therefore, it hinders us from getting where we need to go. So I hope you guys are following me with that. But I, you know, challenge you guys to really just give yourself that second and to ask yourself, what is it? Because we don't realize it. I didn't realize it. You know, I'm, I was 36 at the time when I realized that mine was never smart enough. So because of that, I'm always trying to prove to myself that I am smart enough. Um, when in fact, I should be putting my energy into using my intelligence and doing the things I need to do. Um, so I hope you guys follow me with that. Okay, so now I want you guys to think of the next thing. So basically, they all, all the agreements add on to each other. So the first one is to be impeccable with your word. So you need to be very, very careful with what you say to yourself, especially out loud. Um, and within internally, because these are seeds that you're planting on yourself. So if you tell yourself, um, 
that you're not productive enough, you're planting that seed within you and whatever we plant grows. So keep that in mind. Now, agreement number two is um, not to take anything personal. So this one's so hard, right? Um, you know, since we're little, we, we just take things personally because we, we care about what other people think about us. But the moment that you, that you just recognize the moment that you're taking something per personal. So just having that awareness that you do not have to take things personal is going to change everything for you. And um, that comes with first knowing to be impeccable with your words. So we need to be aware of the things we're telling ourselves and then not to take things personal because at the end of the day, what people project to us is just a reflection of things internally going on with them. So what's going on internally with me is different than what's going on internally with Priscilla or Maria or Anna. Um, but we need to have that awareness because it's gonna come up. People are gonna say things and it's going to, it's gonna affect you. But you need to have that awareness to just realize like, it's not that personal, it's not about me. And I'll share with you guys um, an example of that in my life. Um, so for me, you know, it's never smart enough. So one day I'm married and I was in the elevator. Did you record? Yes, I did record, Anna. <laughs> You're good. Um, so I was in the elevator with my husband and um, he told my kids, guys, I want you to know that you're the, that I'm the smartest person you're ever going to meet, right? And it was not a reflection on me, but you know, it's just something that came out from him and it triggered me so bad, but not internally because I have that awareness, but it made me like so angry because I was like, how in my head, right? I'm thinking like, how could he say this? Like I have daughters, they're going to think that like a guy's smarter than them. And no, it just, it's a reflection of my internal battle with myself that I always feel that I'm not smart enough. So I share that example with you guys because I want you guys to really realize like, what is it? Like, what is it that, that you accept as your own? And therefore when people say something to you, it triggers you to take it personal. Um, and that's just like a personal example. But basically in this book, what he says is that even compliments, like whether people say things, um, you know, give you a compliment and tell you, um, you look great today, or, um, or maybe you're so smart, whether it's a compliment or it's um, a critique, you shouldn't take anything personal because you should believe in yourself enough that you need to believe these things within you. So when people compliment you, you're just like, oh, thank you for saying something nice, but it shouldn't, um, swing how your energy goes so it shouldn't bring your energy up or shouldn't bring it down because you should believe these things within yourself so most of our triggers are self-inflicted because we take things personal exactly um so it's really just realizing that like realizing yourself when you're triggered and then knowing that you just need to nurture that um so that's number two, but I know it's so hard, right? We take so many things personal. So it's not a fact of don't take it personal. It's just realizing when you are going to take it personal because it's going to keep coming up. You're going to take things personal, um, but it's a matter of just having that awareness. And Giovanna said, I'm just a person I initially want to believe most in me that doesn't my mom. I just, just that person I initially want to believe most. In me 
I'm trying to understand what you wrote. I'm just that person. I initially want to believe most in me doesn't. Can you can you reflect a little further and we can talk about it? Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um, well, I'm going to give you a couple more things that he says. So he says, make it a habit for you to find nothing like make it a habit that when you realize like something's triggering you're like I'm just taking something personal I'm just taking something personal because he says that basically if you realize that you're taking things personal and you start to just like have that awareness you become immune to the black magic so you know in the first agreement it was your words are magic it could either be white magic or it could be black magic but if you don't think things personal, you're only going to have white magic in your life. So only good things are going to come about. You're going to avoid really that heavy energy that puts us in a black pace because you're not taking things personal. And then he goes on to say, when we assume and we take things personal, basically we create drama within ourselves. Oh, I'm, thank you, Cassie, for explaining. Her mom doesn't believe in her. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? Um, these words are speaking words speak life or death yes and sometimes it is people that are so close to us but I hope you know that your your mom maybe she might believe in you but she doesn't know how to express that she believes in you because of all the fears that she has within her because of her parents so you know it's really up to you to to break that generational curse for your family you know and Paulina's sharing that she has that same issue um and it's it's not even like don't take it personal because it's not even it's not even her reflection on you about you it's her reflection of probably because the way she grew up she probably grew up you know in a place where people didn't believe in her and so therefore it's hard for her to share that she believes in you because she doesn't even know how to express that um so it's not like it's not personal at all. I, for example, my dad was like such a great believer in me and my mom, like I know she believes in me, but her words don't demonstrate that. <laughs> um, but I have that awareness that I know she believes in me because because I've been able to understand her and know that when she says like crazy things, like I don't even I don't take it personal because I know she's coming from a place that my mom, for example, her mom died when she was 16. So she never had that mother figure to guide her. So I'm like, how can she really guide me if she never had that guidance? Um, and sometimes that's what it is. So I'm, I'm sorry that that's your, you know, the generational curse within your family, but know that you, even being on this call, have that awareness to change that for your family too forever. And it's such a special um honestly gift that god the universe whatever it is that you believe in has given to you um but it really is a gift like you're gonna change that for your whole family so know that um okay so number three i'm like going off my notes too because i'll go on to tangents is um not to make assumptions so i don't know if you guys have ever heard this but it's you know a saying like when you make an assumption you're just making an ass of yourself but basically what happens is when we assume is we take it personal, right? So 
for example, you know, we make an assumption on something that someone says. So we're accepting that agree that um, agreement within ourselves. And then um, off that assumption, we take it personal. And so from taking it personal, now we assume that they mean something else. And this is like, we go through this all the time. For me, my fear is always um, like something bad happening to my family. So the moment that like, for example, I call my husband and he doesn't pick up, I'm like, my brain is triggered to be like, something happened to him. He was in an accident. And it really like, thank God never has been the case, but it's just where our mind goes to. So we make these assumptions um, that most of the time it's about like, I forgot the stats, but it's somewhere like high in the eighties that the things we assume never come true. And Paulina also agrees. We just assume things, even if it is like for us that are entrepreneurs, maybe you reach out to someone and they're not answering and you're like, this person hates me. This person thinks, you know, I'm a weirdo because I'm reaching out to them about my business. And it's like, maybe that person is just busy. Maybe that person is just not on, you know, on social media that much. And that's why they haven't seen it. And sometimes it even comes up with, um, for those of us who, you know, are entrepreneurs or, you know, use social media. And if you use Instagram, it shows you that like that person has read it. So like they leave you on red and then you're like, this person, you know, hates me because they saw my message and they never answered it back. And I'll be the first person to tell you that there's so many times that I see messages and I look at it and I want to respond and then something else happens life happens and I don't get to respond so it's really not that personal but we make the assumption that it is um so just something else to keep in mind because all like all day we're making assumptions of ourselves and it's gonna happen but we just have to be aware when it happens for us to kind of nick it in the butt and say like no I'm making an assumption and it, just like Paulina says, most of the things we worry about are really not true. Like these are lies that we tell ourselves and that we believe them to be true. Um, and Coach Mo says, or even worse, we make an assumption before we do it and then we never reach out. And that is so true, right? So sometimes, you know, for us who are entrepreneurship, we think of that perfect person that could be our business partner. And then um, we, you know, we, we're like oh they would be great because of this and then you think of like one thing you're like no but wait wait what if they think that I'm just trying to make money off of them and then all of a sudden all these like the first vision that was given to you on your perfect business partner goes it just goes down to to trash because you come up with one thing that you think um they they won't like understand and we never really know, we never really know if we don't go out there and at least put the message out there, reach out to, you know, your dream business partner or whatever it is. Um, but we really have to not make that assumption that of that. So, or just have that awareness that these assumptions come up. And then what the book says to do is instead of making assumptions is that we need to ask more questions. And something that I love that he said in the book is he says assumptions are made when are made fast because agreements have been made. So it goes back to what agreements have you told yourself 
that you are then accepting these assumptions. And he says, instead of making assumptions is ask more questions. So maybe you've reached out to people, you know, for your business and they haven't responded. And because they haven't responded, you assume they're not interested. Or maybe um, when it comes to the business, you've sent, for example, opportunity calls and then they never, they never reached out. And so you assume they're not interested. But have you gone back and asked them if they had any questions, if they had a minute to watch the video? Because oftentimes, the truth is they, they don't watch the opportunity video. Um, and maybe that's your opportunity to get them on a call so that you can explain the business. Maybe the message isn't for them to watch the video and it's for them to actually speak to you and have that one conversation. But we need to be open to that. We need to be open to the idea that we have to ask more questions. And um, my favorite thing on the book that he says is that he says, we come from a society where we assume more than we ask questions. Um, and we need to make it a habit to ask questions to people versus assuming. So I love that. I love that he says that. And um, the fourth agreement is to always do your best. So as we go on day by day, I want you guys to really just ask yourself, like, are you doing what's best? And what's best for me is different than what's best for Clara or what's best for Fred. So you need to give yourself that, ask yourself that on a daily, like, are you giving your best? Are you doing what's best for your mission, right? And what you want to accomplish. We all have different stories. We all have different visions for life. Um, but you need to ask yourself, what's your best? And I want to read this insert from the book that I just love that he says. And he says, if you do your best always over and over again, you will become a master of transformation. Practice makes the master. By doing your best, you become the master. Everything you've learned, everything um, you learn through repetition. You will learn to write, you learn to write, to drive, even to walk through repetition. You are the master of speaking your language because you practice. Action is what's going to make the difference. And I feel like oftentimes our hardest thing is to take action. But why is it so hard? It goes back to the other agreements. It's hard because we don't keep our words to ourselves. And the moment we don't keep our words to ourselves, then we, lo we lose confidence in ourselves. And then we take things personal. And then we make assumptions off that. And because we make the assumptions, we take it personal and we don't keep our word. We don't perform our best. Is everyone following me? How that all literally ties one to the other. And that's why these are the four agreements to mastery in our lives is to just do that. It's to keep your word. If you say today, um, you're going to work on your business for an hour. If you're an entrepreneur, then do that. Because if you don't do it, then you're, you lose the confidence, right? And then you don't do it because you assume that no one will be interested in your business. And off that assumption, you then don't do your best. So it really all ties together. And the moment that we master these and just 
by mastering, I mean, have the awareness because it's going to come up. We come, you know, we grow up just in a society that people don't keep their word. It's, it's, it's rare to meet people that um, are impeccable with their word, that only speak life into people. Where we come from a society where so many people just speak literally deaf into their lives. So how could you ever do your best if, if what you're speaking is deaf into your life versus life? Um, but that's just the general gist of this book. I wanted to open it up to anyone who may have a conversation, um, can ask questions. I'll stop the recording now. Thank you for anyone who listens. Um, the book for those of you on the podcast is The Four Agreements and it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. I highly, highly suggest it. This book has really, really changed my life.